Well, hello and welcome to Braving the Night. My name is Jake Atwood. I'll be your host this evening. And as always, friends, welcome to the show. Well, tonight is episode number four. We're back at it again. So I'd just like to say thank you. I'd like to start the show out letting everyone know how grateful I am for their support, the shares, the likes. Word of mouth is powerful. And so when I hear um, friends of mine come up to me and say, hey, I let someone know about the show. They listened to it last night and they tell me you know, what they thought about it. Um, it just encourages me. And so I just really want to say thank you so much for spreading the word. And I really think that that's going to be one of the ways that this show is going to be able uh, to get around is through that word of mouth. You know, obviously we have social media. And there's lots of tools to spread the show. But when something is um, when something is really doing, you know, what it's supposed to do, people talk about it. And they often will share for you. And so thank you so much for doing that. And another uh, note of good news. You know, we started this show out very simple on a iPhone with a microphone. The setup has been very simple. And uh, like I always said, don't despise small beginnings. You know, God can do a lot with your little. Well, we've been able to upgrade um, to some another tool. I have a laptop that I'm able to work with now. And so I just wanted to share that. Um, it's going to help so much with editing and with being able to use different software for the show. Um, to make things more succinct and so God is on the move he's growing us one step at a time and uh, so thank you Jesus for all that you're doing and thank you friends for all that you're doing and so tonight's show we're going to talk about a story about a guy named Gideon in the Old Testament and then we'll tie that in to Psalms 91 but for any of you that know a little bit about Gideon, I'll give you his backstory here and then we'll hop into it. Gideon uh, wasn't known to really be anybody. If you had went and talked to the people around him, they wouldn't have had much to say about the guy. The tribe that he came from, people didn't have much to say about. He came from one of the smallest tribe. And uh, Israel itself was in a really destructive time uh, where they were worshiping idols God had essentially lifted his hand of grace. Things had crept in, idolatry, all sorts of sin. And people's sins, you know, were, were uh, making things really rough for themselves. And so uh, God had allowed surrounding territories to come in and bully the people of Israel. And... Um, Basically, what would happen every harvest is a group of people, um, the Midians, would come in and they would oppress Israel and basically they would just take all of their food. And says uh, they would come up with their livestock and their tents and they would come like locusts in number. Both they and their camels could not be counted so that they laid waste to the land as they came in. And Israel was brought very low because of Midian. And the people of Israel cried out for help to the Lord. And this is where the call of Gideon comes in. 
And so Gideon's in this place where he's hiding out in a wine press. And he's trying to hide the wheat that he had harvested, the grain, I should say, that he harvested. And he's down on the threshing floor where you would step on the, uh, on the grapes. And the grapes would pour into these different compartments of this wine press that was made out of rock. And it would ferment after it poured into those um, compartments. But it says, Gideon was beating out wheat in the wine press to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, O mighty man of valor. And I looked up that word valor in the Webster's 1828 dictionary. And it says, To be strong, strength of mind, and regard to danger, that quality which enables a person to encounter danger with firmness, personal bravery, courage, intrepidity, and prowess. And so we have this angel of the Lord coming along. And he says, The Lord is with you, O mighty man of valor. And Gideon doesn't believe that. Have you ever been in a place where God's used somebody or something to call you out right in the middle of a place that you know you're comfortable in or you're hiding in and says hey listen I need you to do this you're strong you're like God I'm not strong or God says hey listen you are so smart you are so intelligent there's so much inside of you. I'm going to grow you into this. And you're like, no, no, I, I don't think I'm very intelligent here. I flunked out of every math class you can imagine. Or God says, you are a leader. You are able to bring people together. You're able to encourage and lift people up. You're able to position people and coach them. And you're like, I don't know about that, God. I can't even lead myself. And then, So this angel comes along and says, The Lord is with you, O mighty man of valor. O man with strength of mind in regard to danger. He says to Gideon, essentially, Gideon, you're a person that's able to encounter danger with firmness. And Gideon's like, uh, Do you see me in this wine press with wheat? It's not even the right, it's not even the right type of, you know, harvest here. I got things all mixed up, and yet, and yet God's calling him out. You know, I'm part of a new church plant here in Maine, and God's doing a great thing in Maine. And we're surrounded by so many wonderful people. God moved us from Kansas up here to Bangor, Maine. And uh, part of this wonderful team of people planted a church here, the Pines Church. And I'm watching so many people step into their calling. I'm watching so many people that God is calling them out of their comfortable place 
to do something that they never thought they could. He's called my wife into a place where she's able to help lead worship. I'm watching him call 18 and 19 and 17 year olds into places of leadership, into into places where they're able to speak life over other people. I'm I'm watching God take ordinary people and do extraordinary things with them because they're willing to let Him use them. And I am so excited to see what's going to come out of that. And so, despite Gideon having all these doubts, he responds to God or to the angel. And Gideon said to him, Please, sir, if the Lord is with us, you know, he says, Why then has all this happened to us? And he starts to go down the track list. And the angel looks at him and says, Go in this might of yours and save Israel from the hand of Midian. Do not I send you. And he goes on to say, I will be with you. So Gideon has to make a decision if he's going to follow that or not, and he, and he does. And um, he says, all right, well, I'm going to bring you a sacrifice. And so he brings him a sacrifice, and the angel takes the tip of his staff and burns it up. And um, the angel goes on to say, peace be to you. Do not fear, you shall not die. And so God is using this angel to continuously encourage Gideon. He's giving Gideon sign after sign after sign. He asks Gideon to destroy some altars of Baal. And Gideon goes and does it. Gets that accomplished. And then he sends Gideon out. Gideon asks for some more signs. Until finally he gets to a place where you know, he's ready. He's ready to do battle. And it says that The Lord says to Gideon, the people with you are too many. So God grows an army for Gideon and then says, Hey, Gideon, guess what? That army that that you grew is too many people. You ever had a situation in your life where things started to grow real well? Things started to move in the right direction? You started to feel like, hey, you know, I've got some momentum here, you know. Supply is here. I've got the stuff that I need. Then God asks you to slim down some things. He tightens the belt, right? Why would he do that? Why does God do that? Well, in this case, God wanted to get the glory. God was showing Gideon that despite... Gideon being one person or Gideon having an army of 22,000 people that at the end of the day the battle will be won because of the Lord and so God says hey listen go to those people and if there's anybody that's in fear and trembling let them know they can go so that left about 10,000 men remaining And the Lord says to Gideon, that's still too many. So he says, go watch the guys take drinks of water in the river. 
And anybody that laps it up with their tongue like a dog, tell them they need to leave. But anyone that cups the water with their hands and brings the water to themselves can stay. So that leaves Gideon with 300 people. So maybe you're listening tonight and you you started the race strong and you were surrounded with everything that you needed and things have thinned out a bit. Things are looking a little sparse. I just want to encourage you that regardless of the circumstances changing, God has not. I just want to encourage you that regardless of what it looks like in front of you, that the God that is inside of you is still just as powerful. And He has ways to accomplish things that we are unable to fathom except through the lead of His Holy Spirit. So Gideon's got his 300 men and he heads out. They get to a place where they're around the camp. Gideon tells his guys, he says, hey, take your trumpets take these vases with torches in them I want you to go around the camp and then I want you to blow the trumpets on every side of all the camp and shout for the Lord and for Gideon so Gideon and the hundred men who were there came to the outsides of the camp at the beginning of the middle watch and they blew the trumpets and smashed the jars that were in their hands and it says that it turned the whole camp into a frenzy and their opposition that they were up against began to off themselves, kill themselves they defeated them Gideon goes on to defeat other armies and other strong points becomes victorious you know friends our nation is hurting right now the world is hurting right now you know we've been saying those words since the fall of Adam and Eve the world has been hurting people have been hurting And I know that every generation has had to deal with problems. I know we're not the only generation that has had to deal with problems. But we are here right now. And God has given us a responsibility to go out to be salt and to be light. In an hour where things are getting very complicated and the freedom that we were walking in this nation at one point is becoming smaller and smaller. Now that doesn't mean that the power of the gospel is diminished in any way. Actually it is quite the opposite. When Christians come under persecution 
It's like squeezing a sponge where Jesus leaks out, power leaks out, strength leaks out, victory leaks out. And I believe that one of the tactics of the enemy in this season, in this hour of time, has been to isolate people, to separate people, to make them feel as if they are alone and by themselves. And tonight, as I'm sharing the story about Gideon, a man who was in a wine press hiding his harvest, hiding his food, what he was going to eat, what he was going to live on. God saw that and said, Hey, I'm going to connect you to other people. I'm going to walk you and your nation into victory in a time that looked as bleak as ever. And I believe that God has that same victory for us. And I believe whether you're a man or a woman, whether you are young or old, that God is stirring something up inside of you and he is going to call you out of those corners and those places whether you've put yourself there intentionally or unintentionally and he is going to speak life over you and call those things that aren't as though they are and if you will echo those things that God is speaking in your heart there's power there's life there's death in the, in the words that we speak in the tongue. But if you will speak life, if you will echo the words of God, it won't return void. The Lord is with you, O mighty man of valor. O woman of valor, the Lord is with you. O mighty child of valor, the Lord is with you. God is rising up a generation that will be a city on a hill that will be a shining light this is an exciting adventure friends and my advice to you through all of that is to give Jesus everything that you have and trade all that in for everything that he has that's what I've done and it's a process don't despise don't get upset over small beginnings. Don't despise the small beginnings. Well, we're going to switch over to Psalms 91. And I feel like 
this really ties into Gideon in a way that is a promise that God speaks over us. My wife, when she puts the kids to bed at night, she reads this almost every night. There's nights where she'll pray it over her and I. There's nights where we've prayed it together or we've prayed it over one another. There's times where I've prayed it over people in my life that I know. And I'd encourage you to take this scripture and meditate on it. To let it soak in and sink in. So Psalm 91 says, Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust Him. For He will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with His feathers he will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Do not be afraid of the terrors of the night, nor the arrow that flies in the day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, Though 10,000 are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the Most High your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home. For he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. You will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. And when they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation. There's so much packed in that psalm. I can't tell you how many times we've prayed that. And every time we've prayed it, we have had a peace that comes on us. And friends, we're going to come into conflict. We, as Christians, are going to come into persecution. We are going to have friction in our life. But 
we have to know that we're coming from a place of victory, not chasing after victory. That God has given us that victory. And yes, we're walking out that victory. And we're building and we're growing. But we're able to come from a place of victory. And that's what God was trying to get across to Gideon. The Lord is with you, O mighty man of valor. And I just want to speak that over you again. The Lord is with you, O mighty woman of valor. O woman of bravery, man of courage. That you are coming from a place of victory because he who is in you is greater than he who is in this world. But you got to let that sink in. You know, it has to go from your head to your heart and into your hands. And what do I mean by that? I mean that it can't just be something that you just read and go, okay, I get it. But it has to drop into your heart. You know, that's where we, where faith comes by hearing the word of God. And when we hear that word, it drops into our heart and it raises our faith. But it, the Bible says faith without action is dead. And so God says, hey, I want it, I want you to take that truth that's dropped into your heart and I want you to reveal it through your life, your hands and your feet. God doesn't want us to hoard these truths. He doesn't want us to hide these truths. He wants us to live out these truths. And that's how we, that's how we can be that salt and that light. That's how we can flavor the world and bring vitality to the world. It's how we can shine light in the darkness. And we come from that place of victory. You know, at the end of this story with, Saint, with um, Gideon, you know, there was some mistakes that were made. And, uh, he ended up making an idol. And uh, he got these earrings of gold and uh, turned them into a, an idol. And it says that although he lived a good life in an old age, that Israel forgot about his children and forgot about him, and they fell back into sin. And as God is raising up this generation, as God is, is raising you up and me up, as he's raising up, you know, people around us, you know, to, to be on mission with him. We have that choice to make where we can fall back in the old habits of our lives because they're familiar and they're comfortable. Or maybe it's it could just be because... You know, it's the people around us are pressuring us. 
But if we will hold on to Jesus till the very end, He's going to reward us one day when He says, Well done. Well done, faithful servant. Well done. It's not always easy, but it's well worth it. Well, friends, I'm going to pray for you. And uh, just ask that the Holy Spirit would show up and that the word that uh, was spoken tonight, that the story that was shared would reflect the truth that He wants it to in your life and that you'd be able to apply it to your life like we were talking about head, heart, hands you can walk it out and so God we just thank you so much for all that you're doing we thank you so much for the generation that's rising up we thank you God that despite everything that's going on in this nation, despite everything that's going on in this world, Lord, you're still able to grow your people. You're still able to have a community of believers live in victory. you're still able to have overflow and abundance when the world looks scarce because God you are you are so creative and so I just ask that you would just reveal any blind spots to anyone that's listening tonight that is hindering them from walking in their victory, God. If there's any voices that are trying to speak over yours, Lord, would you silence those voices? And I pray, God, that you would have many, many divine appointments with everyone listening tonight throughout the week. God, we look forward to the stories and the testimonies of this adventure that we're on in this time that we live in, God. Of all the victories that came out of us being obedient to you. And Lord, I pray for grace for anyone that falls down and mercy. That we'd be a people help lift one another back up and I just feel it on my heart to remind someone now that you're allowing unforgiveness to hold you back and you've blamed yourself for a long time for the mistakes that you've made And you've said that there's no way God could ever use you again. And friend, I'm here to tell you that's not true. And I just want to say that the Lord is with you. 
Well, friends, thank you so much for listening to the show. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And would you be praying for me throughout the week? And for this show throughout the week? I appreciate it. We are working on getting music for the show. We're working on building a website. We are working on different areas to get this out through social media different ways to to share the message and so we could really use your prayers you know God is growing the show and God is doing a great work but I definitely could use some prayers and uh, we'll eventually get it set up where um, you know you'll be able to send in prayer requests so we can pray for you too and it you know, it won't just be a general prayer, you know, over the podcast, but you'd be able to send in a prayer request and um, we could pray for you personally. And we got a lot of ideas on how to connect with our audience. And so this is just a start. Remember, don't despise the small beginnings. God is in the details. All right, friends, till next time.